from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Good morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are live at 11 right here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. This is live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of this amazing show, which I call the People's Show, uh, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot. And it's, you know, here we are, Monday morning. We made it through a great week last week. We had a long, wonderful weekend with family, with friends. Uh, For me, this weekend was full of you know, it was a roller coaster weekend because we're getting rid. Uh, uh, the we had our pastor retire, so we had our last message from our pastor at church. Saturday we had a retirement party for him, which was just filled with tears of joy and sadness at the same time. And then, of course, yesterday being uh, Palm Sunday, sa- Saturday was uh, Passover celebration. So there's just so much going on this weekend, and I and and I hope you guys got to spend it with your families and your friends and your church congregations uh, as much as I did. And because that is what fuels me, that is what gives me the energy, the strength, and the positivity to do another week uh, in this crazy world of politics and social issues in the United States of America. But I am honored to do so. I am blessed to do so. And I'm blessed to have such a wonderful audience who watches this amazing show. So, without any further ado, let's give those shout-outs to the people who are watching on the website and on social media, on YouTube. Um, we do monitor that, and I do want to make sure that I give shout-outs to those people who uh, who can watch live. I wish I could do the same thing. I wish I could tell the future to know who's going to listen to the podcast and who's going to watch the show later. Uh, but if you are one of those folks, just know that you. I'm thinking of you too. I appreciate you as well, and I, I definitely... Appreciate the likes, the follows, and the shares to your social media pages, specifically Facebook, because they hate it so very much. Randy Tinch from Indiana. Good to see you, man. I'm glad that you could join in today. Lance Aylesworth from the great state of Michigan. Mal Gozada Santoro from Long Island, New York. Trinette Mitchell from Texas is watching. John Edwards from Champaign, Illinois, my home state. Trish2020 says, what's up, Jeremy? Well, what's up, Trish? How are you? Thanks for joining in today. I appreciate it. I know it's Monday. Denise Martinez, Zero. Jeremy Phoenix from Troy, Missouri, the show me state. Well, he's, he's showing me if it's, I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. Uh, I won't assume your gender, <laughs> but thank you for joining in. I appreciate it. Dale Proctor from Indiana, Jennifer Bailey also from Indiana and Jackie Bradley from Indiana. Three people in a row from the wonderful state of Indiana. We got Melissa Bigney watching from North Carolina. Thank you so much. I appreciate you joining in. Storm is watching and Kenneth Rushing is watching. Brenda Robbins, Debbie Munden. Um, we've got Emily Lopez says, howdy from Texas. How are you? I'm doing well, Emily. Thank you so much. Let's give a couple more here. Emily Reardon. And let's do one we have one that I don't recognize. How about this one? Caesar Mascoro says, shout out, you are a special guy. You know what? You are special. And all glory goes to God. Ronnie Meter says, need a shout out. Well, there you go, Ronnie. I hope that uh, you heard that and I hope it finds you well. 
And I just want to say thank you so much for joining in here on Live from America all the time, two hours out of your guys' day. And uh, I also want to give a special shout-out to Brenda Robbins. Brenda Robbins is a viewer of the show, a very uh, special viewer of the show, as a matter of fact, and she happens to be agnostic. That's okay. We can have friends that don't believe what we believe, right? Well, here's the funny thing. Her friends also know her as far from being uh, in a relationship with Jesus or being or having a religion. Well, she was out to dinner the other night with somebody, and she was listening to my show. And he asked to hear what she was listening to, so she gave him one of her earbuds, and he, and he heard, uh, like, I think the tail end of me praying or something, and he's like, you are listening to this? And she's like, yeah, why? And he's like, I just didn't expect you to listen to this. And he, he thought it was kind of funny. He, was, he saw me on the video and he thought it was kind of funny, you know, that I'm wearing sunglasses and a hat and, and you know, a, a blazer and all this stuff. And he says he was so shocked that not only was she listening to somebody like this, right, but uh, that I looked the way I looked. And by the end of the show, let's make a long story short, by the end of the show, he was hooked on the show. He loved the show. And that's all we hope to ever do. And that's why I ask you guys to share it with your friends and your phone. Copy the link and, and message it to your friends because you never know who's going to like it. Even people who are not conservative like this show. So this is one thing that we can that binds us all together. And Lisa actually says, we just got our Jeremy gear from the online store. I'm so happy to hear that. I'd also like to give a shout out to Deborah Yoakum for sending me all of the Smarties. Thank you. And wait till you see this. This was sent to me by Jeff Poole from Poole's Plumbing Solutions in Michigan. He says, you know, we don't see any, uh, we don't see Mr. President Trump on your wall anywhere. Except for right there behind me on Mount Rushmore. Uh, but they said, we, we'd like to see a picture of President Trump on your wall. So Poole Plumbing Solutions in Michigan, Jeff Poole, sent me that. What an incredibly kind thing to do. I want to say thank you so much. And again, thank you to Deborah Yoakum as well for sending me the Smarties. Uh, Robert Sterrett says, no one I know listens to you, unfortunately. Well, that's because you got to make them aware of the show. you got to send them the show. And then they'll listen to me and watch me. And then they, you'll have something to talk about with your friends. Um, big shout out uh, to, to all of you. Julie Cummings says she sent me an email. Well, you guys, this weekend I did do a lot. I did catch up on a lot. Emails are something I'll never catch up on, I'm starting to realize. So I'm always behind on emails, but if you, I'm sure some of you got some emails from me this weekend. I did sit down, sit down and fill out a bunch of cards as well. Okay, guys, uh, today is day 81 of military occupation on in our nation's capital with the fence and the razor wire around our building that we pay for, hence why you see the beginning of the show look the way it does. Today is also 377 days of 15 days to slow the spread. How incredibly Weird and ironic, isn't it, that we have let Dr. Fraud Fauci dictate the entire year of our lives. And I'll tell you the worst part about it all, besides people uh, dying and, 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 and Andrew Cuomo putting vulnerable, vulnerable people in the nursing homes, one of the worst things that's to come out of this pandemic, besides suicide, death, and all that, which are obviously the worst, is weight gain. And not only amongst um, adults, actually the percentage of weight gain amongst children and teenagers is higher in this last year than we've ever, ever seen it, okay? So that's what's happened in 377 days to slow 
the spread. Now the verse of the day. Let's give our honor, our attention, our love, and everything about us to God Almighty. What a wonderful uh, weekend it was with with Passover and with, um, um, you know, just... Palm Sunday and and going in going into to this next weekend Hosanna Hosanna save us save us right so this morning the verse of the day is going to come from John 14:6 and I actually got this from my YouVersion app this morning if you have a phone which I'm sure most of you do uh, download the YouVersion app. It's a great app. It's where I do get a lot of my verses in the morning, but not all of them. But sometimes I really want to, I really, uh, they hit at home and I want to pass that along. And especially being that this weekend was Palm Sunday. And it says, verse of the day, John 14, 6, Jesus saith unto, saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Okay, now as a Christian, this is the one thing, the one thing that we want to do is to, sh to share this with everybody who, who might have another religion. Okay, uh, I, I respect and have tons of Jewish friends, but this is where we differ. I believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and nobody goes to heaven unless they go through him. Jewish people do not believe that. They do not believe that Christ is the Messiah. Uh, Islam does not believe that in any way, shape, or form, okay? But as a Christian, we, once you are saved by God, once you have that relationship with Jesus, and you've accepted Jesus into your heart, the only thing you want to do is get this news to everybody. Because it's like you see, the, you, you see how to get there, and you want to tell everybody. That's the hard part. That is the hard part. So, this is what I wrote about John 14, 6. I said, think about that statement for a minute. Think about all that Jesus went through in order to make that statement. What he had to go through in order to even think of a statement like that. Okay? Think about, think of how he made it possible for us to have a personal relationship with God in heaven. A personal, one-on-one -on -one relationship. No need for a priest. No need for a special place of worship. You get a one-on-one -on -one with the creator of the universe at any time that you want because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You also get eternal life. Who wouldn't want eternal life? Who wouldn't want to live forever right next to God? So what does that mean? Does that mean that you get to live forever in the flesh right here on earth? No. It means that you will never come into judgment. The verse is a clear statement of salvation by faith. Belief and trust in Jesus is all you need. That's it. The moment you ask Jesus into your heart and you truly believe in what he did and who he is, eternal life is granted to you. There will be no harsh judgment for you at the end of your earthly life. That debt, if you obviously have this relationship with Jesus, that debt or that matter is taken care of the moment you were saved by Jesus and the moment he died on the cross. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that amazing? I mean, think about the, the weight of what I just said, and not just what I said, the weight of it, what it actually carries, what it means, right? And I said, wow, what a gift. Once you have it, all you want to do is share it with everyone you know. You instinctively want to save the entire world. Unfortunately, Satan has a tight grip on this earth right now, and so many do not want anything to do with salvation. That means you have to put on your armor of God, your armor of God shirt, and try even harder. 
and try even harder. Remember, there are some out there that think God judges your good and your bad works at the end of your life. The Bible clearly states that that is not the case. God does not judge your good works. You cannot do enough good on this earth to earn your way into heaven. You cannot buy your way into heaven. You cannot bribe the creator of the universe by good works. Should you do good works? Of course you should. But that's not what gets you into heaven, folks. What gets you into heaven is trusting in Jesus, repenting from your sins, and desiring a new life with all of your heart. That is your ticket into heaven. So if you guys have not done it yet, please, ladies and gentlemen, like this video. Click that thumbs up whether you're watching live or whether you're watching later. And if you possibly can, copy that link and share it out as we do the Lord's Prayer right now. And if you are somewhere where you can say it loud and proud, please do so because God wants to hear it. If not, say it in here, in your heart, so your spirit can hear it. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Yes, you are right. Jesus came to bring us life. Death is not the way to heaven. You are 100% correct. Now, we got a lot of news to get to, go, uh, get to today. We're going to have like an hour-long show. So let's get to slurping, if you will. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The first and foremost section of today is the Biden administration planning on restricting gun rights by way of executive order. Number one, unconstitutional. Number two, if every American does not fight what, what is about to happen from the Biden residency with their fake illegal, I might add, very illegal executive orders, if we do not fight this, then I don't know where we are as a country. So the Biden administration expects to restrict your gun rights by executive order. And he's asking the Supreme Court even to allow your guns to be taken, allow police to come into your house without a warrant, without, that's the key word, without a warrant, and take your guns if they see, if they deem that they need to be taken from you. This is our opportunity right here, ladies and gentlemen. We've always said, that we will allow so much as Americans. But once they decide to start taking our means to protect ourselves as a free people, given to us by God, guaranteed in the Constitution to us by God, I've heard many, many, many Americans say that'll be the end of the line. That will be civil war. My question is, is it? Is this going to be just another, well, they're taking this now, well, they're taking this now, where they've been able to chip away, chip away, chip away until we can't do anything. Is this another one of those? Or is this going to be the opportunity that we had that so many of our founding fathers, the Thomas Jeffersons, the John Adams, the Ben Franklins, the George Washingtons, the, the, the Andrew Jacksons, so many of our founding fathers... Is this going to be the moment that we share with them? Is this going to be the moment where we as Americans say, you know what? Enough is enough. We gave you an inch. You took a mile. Enough is enough. Now, do I want that to happen? No, of course not. Of course not. 
Do I want to have a civil war? Of course not. But sooner or later, you are going to have to rein in this out-of-control, communist, globalist federal government that we have allowed to be created over the past six decades, and that includes when President Trump was in there as well. Was President Trump a globalist? No. Was the top brass at the Pentagon? Was the top brass at the FBI? Was the top brass at the CIA and the NSA? Were they all globalists? Yes. Are they all communists? Yes. So what is it going to take to wake this country up and say, you know what, I've had enough? When are conservatives going to say, come take it, and I mean it? When is that first shot going to be heard around the world? They're so out of control now, and they have so much power now, I'm wondering if that's even possible. Where are our militias? Do you remember when the Bundys stood horse on horseback, side by side, and literally dared the federal government to come and take that land? What happened? The federal government backed down, and then they murdered Lavoie. Do you remember them days? What are, when are we going to see that? When are we going to see our nation's militias, which I know there's thousands of them, stand up together, form a line, and say, cross this line, we dare you. We have not only a constitutional right to do that, but by the founding fathers, and I studied this weekend very, very much, the Constitution and the writings of our founding fathers. And do you know the constant thread that remained through generation, from generation to generation in those first years of America's birth and growth? I'll tell you the common thread. The common denominator, there was two of them. One, God. Every one of them was a very, uh, very godly person. They said that there is no life and there's no worth on this planet without God. You know what the second thing was that was the common denominator? Your right to protect your freedom that God gave you. And the only way to do that is no, not by having a hunting rifle, but by having uh, firearms and power, firepower that rivaled those of your oppressors. Okay, when is enough going to be enough? I guess we'll find out in the months to come. Moving on, you want to talk about how tight of a grip that Satan has on this planet? The next two stories, if you've not heard about them over this weekend, are going to make your gut feel like somebody punched you in your stomach. Are you ready for this? Over the weekend, two teenage girls, teenagers, where are your parents? Two teenage girls tried to carjack a, uh, an Uber Eats driver. Now, this Uber Eats driver was a 66-year-old man. That's right. He was a 66-year-old man. He was also a 66-year-old Egyptian man. So race has nothing to do with this as much as CNN or anybody else out there would like it to to be. Now, where race does have an impact in this story is the two young teenage females, and yes, I'm assuming their gender, who attempted the carjacking against this Egyptian 66-year-old Uber Eats driver were not only teenagers... And not only did this result in a death, which is murder, but it was done by two young teenage girls who happened to be black. And because of the fact that they happened to be black, CNN 
twisted the story, okay? Because we're in this racist against white people and 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 people that have uh, skin color that happens to be dark brown are can do no wrong. Now that's just the way the world we live in, okay? CNN comes out with the story and says that it was an accident, that the that the murder of this sixty six year old Egyptian man was an accident. Communist News Network, you need to seriously look in the mirror and reevaluate who you are as a people, who you may be as a reporter or a pundit, and who you are as a network. Maybe you know. I'm sure this is your agenda. I'm positive this is your disgusting Communist News Network agenda. However, when somebody tries to carjack somebody with a taser gun, let me speak to you like a fifth grader here, and that results in the, the Uber driver trying to get away and flip his car and die, that is not an accident. An accident would be if these two teenage drivers came across, came through a four-way, didn't see a, a red light, and hit this guy, and he died then. That would be an accident. It would be neglect, but it would also be an accident. When you try to carjack somebody, and that person ends up dying, dum da dum 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 that is not an accident. That is an act of aggression. That is a pre-planned attack, and that is murder. It's not very hard to figure out. Now, what can you, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Yes, watch the video on Gateway Pundit. I, I did see the video on Gateway Pundit, and I wish I actually would have brought it up for you, uh, but I did not. But the video is on Gateway Pundit, and it is horrible. All right? That was murder. Can you imagine if me or somebody who looked like me did that to the Egyptian Uber Eats driver? Not only would it be a hate crime, but we would be probably put to death within weeks. We would have a public court of opinion hearing, and they would want you dead. And unless you died, they would destroy every city in this country. That's the difference between who kills people and who doesn't these days. And yes, they were charged, but we'll see how long this sticks. Okay? We'll see how long this sticks for. Um... So that's, a, that's one way that, that Satan has a grip on this planet. And if you don't think that Satan has a grip on this planet, please allow me to introduce to you the brand new shoe, <laughs> originally designed by Nike, but then customized by a company called Mischief. Here is the brand new Nike devil-worshipping shoe, that's going to be $1,018 when it drops. Are you ready? Here you go. As you can see, if you have not seen yet, this shoe says 6 of 666. That means there's going to be a limited amount of these shoes in the amount in the number of 666 shoes. They're disgusting enough to even put Luke 1018 on the shoe. Now, look at my cursor. Do you see this air pocket right here? This air pocket is filled with food coloring, but it is also, or actually dye, liquid dye, but it's also filled with one drop of human blood. You heard me right. This is filled with one drop of human blood. Now, at first, the world thought that this was Nike's design. I'm here to tell you the truth. This is not Nike's design. However, Nike needs to stand up and sue the company that customized this shoe. This is actually a design without all of the 666 
uh, a design of a, 19, of a famous 1997 shoe called the Nike Air Max. The company Mischief actually made... Let me just kind of... I'll bring you back to this for in a minute, but let me, let me bring you back to me for a minute. This company actually made a shoe that was called like a heaven shoe, where they had a drop of holy water inside the air pocket. So they did do that as well. They dropped a heaven uh, shoe and they dropped a Satan shoe, an angel shoe and a Satan shoe. Either way, Nike is trying to distance themselves from this shoe customizer right now because of the obviously the vulgarity and the disgustingness of this. But that's pretty much all Nike is doing, which lets me know that Mischief and Nike actually have some kind of a relationship maybe even a partnership, because if Nike really wanted this to stop in all of their disgusting ways and their sweatshops and everything else that they do on this planet, they could easily force these people to stop customizing their shoe because you're tarnishing their brand. Nike has decided not to do that. Instead, Nike's coming out and just saying, we would like to distance ourselves from this, and this is in no way our shoe. Well, it is your shoe. It says Nike on it, and Mischief customized it. Now, let's go back to the shoe for a minute, because the shoe is actually, uh, you can see the disgusting pentagram right here, but that's not the worst part of it. So, who is this shoe supposed to represent? It's supposed to represent a rapper named Lil Nas X. Now, Lil, L-I-L, right, because that makes sense, Lil Nas X is seen right here. He is a um, openly gay rapper who um some days he talk he you'll see him wearing a cross necklace someday you'll see him wearing a cross um cross earrings um and some days you'll see him worshiping the devil he's got a new this guy right here look at his look at his eyes look at the contacts look at his black fingernail polish this is a shoe that he helped design with the company mischief and they're going to put it out for sale for you guessed it right up here $1,018 to buy one of these shoes, okay? Nike needs to step in immediately and put a stop to this. This guy looks evil and he's disgusting. Do you want to know the worst part about this? Is that he put out a video, which I will not play for you, but I did see it's disgusting, where he is giving the devil, giving Satan a lap dance as he comes down a stripper pole, half man, half snake, gives the le the devil a lap dance before breaking the devil's neck, taking the crown off of the devil's head and putting it on his own head. And do you want to know what's even worse than all of that? Is Lil Nas X's biggest audience are children under the age of 16. Now, this is where Nike, this is where uh, Christian groups individuals whoever need to make the biggest stink in the world they can about this because this basically corroborates corroborates the story that we've told you forever that hollywood and the devil worshiping pedophile sick satan worshiping people on this planet are coming after your kids are coming after your kids this disgusting individual whose biggest audience is kids 16 and under is out there promoting this kind of crap your children who you cannot keep away from the internet no matter how much you try in this world, probably have seen this video if they listen to secular music. They've more than likely seen the video, they've definitely heard the song, and I guarantee you by the end of the day today, most of them will be looking for a way to get $1,018 so they can buy that shoe. Now let me read to you 
what Luke 18 actually says. Luke uh, 10, 18 says, And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. I beheld Satan as lightning fell from heaven. That is what's on the shoe. The shoe promotes Satanism. The shoe has a pentagram on it, and it has actual drops of human blood in the air pocket itself. Disgusting, isn't it? Just like the gun issue that, we, that I opened up the show with. When is enough going to be enough? When are conservatives going to take to the streets like the left does? When is a massive crowd of conservatives, which is what these senators should have done. The senators shouldn't have went down there alone. The senators should have done exactly what the left does. They should have funded buses, buses of concerned Americans down to that border. And we should have had tens of thousands of people protesting the inhumane conditions and the welcoming invite that President uh, excuse me, I almost said President Harris, Resident Biden and his assistant, Kalema Harris, they have not only invited it, welcomed it, they created it. When is the right going to do, at least without lowering our standards of morals, what the left does? Because that's the only way anything gets done. Things do not get done in the courts of law anymore like they should. Some things do. Things get done in the court of public opinion. Period. This kind of stuff is sickening, beyond belief. Now, speaking of sickening, and speaking of the Biden residency and corn pop and, and the complete illegalities of everything he's doing every single day of your life, Biden is now going to follow what New York City is doing. Over the weekend, we found that New York City is definitely launching a COVID passport vaccine app. You can no longer go to football games, baseball games, hockey games, or any other open facility where there's a public event going on unless you can show one of two things. Either a negative COVID test or that you have got the COVID vaccine. You ask me, that's against HIPAA. But who am I? Okay, well now President Biden wants to launch his own national vaccine passport so Americans can prove that they've been inoculated upon returning to normalcy. However, all you have to do is go and read the Constitution of the United States of America. I, as a free citizen of this country, not this corporation that this country was turned into, but of this country, of this land that was given to me by God Almighty from sea to shining sea, I have the right, the ability to move along through this country wherever I want to go, in public, in private, to any state that I want, and to any store or event that's open to the public, and you cannot stop me. Free movement, and I have the pursuit of happiness. So I, I welcome, I'm going to be printing out of my own copy of the Constitution, and I'm going to take it with me wherever I go, and I'm going to purposely go to these cities where they're, where they're telling you that you have to do this. I'm purposely going to go to these towns, and I'm going to live stream, and I'm going to, I hope they arrest me. I hope I get arrested. I hope I get arrested trying to walk around freely in this country like an American should without wearing my masky pad or without, or without showing you my medical uh, history or proving to you that I got some vaccine that's not even FDA approved. Now, there are people who are emailing me to tell me to shut my mouth and mind my own business when it comes to vaccines. There are people emailing me telling me to keep my opinion to myself, even though this is my show and this is exactly what this show is about. Okay? There's people telling me that I should need to shut my mouth about this vaccine. I will not. 
I will not. Why? Because it's not FDA approved. I don't care who was in charge of it. I don't care what the warp speed of it was. I don't care how good it is. It's not FDA approved for a reason. And I will not be out there promoting this. I don't care what anybody says. Print out a copy of the Constitution and take it with you wherever you go. Okay? We are going to give our first dum-dum. Now, I could have given a lot of dum-dum awards away already today. But we're going to give our first dum-dum award today to Pete Buttigieg, Secretary of Transportation. Pete Buttigieg? Well, (laughs) Pete Buttigieg is going to get the first dum-dum today, ladies and gentlemen, because of the fact that he actually wants, and, and resident Biden is behind it, okay? He actually wants you to be taxed on the amount on the amount of time or miles that you drive in your car every year. So that means that they would have to monitor your driving, monitor how much you drive, and then impose a tax on you, a new tax again now. Remember, we went to war with Britain, with the UK, over 3% tax on tea. Now they take half of your income and everything that you buy is taxed. And we just, again, when is enough going to be enough? We just sit back and we allow it. We allow it. We just we pay these people to take our rights. Think about that. We pay these people to take our money and our rights. And that's what we pay them to do. And we allow it. And now Pete Buttigieg wants to tax you for how many miles you drive in your car in order to pay for what? The massive $3 trillion infrastructure bill, which is basically the Green New Deal, in a fake book cover that says infrastructure bill. That's exactly what it is. They now want to charge you Every time you drive. And they're going to tax you on your mileage. That's not yet. But that's the plan. That's what they want to do. They want to tax, 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 tax you into what? Nothingness? How about we all stop paying our taxes? You're going to put us all in jail? The problem with this country is that we do not do anything united anymore. Everything we do is divided. And I wonder who put that in place. I wonder... Who figured out how to drive that wedge in between everything we think of in order to keep us from revolting against them? Could it be the same people that have been in power for 30 and 40 years? Could it be the same people that don't have term limits who we pay to take our rights? Hmm. Sounds kind of fishy to me, doesn't it? So anyway, that's what Pete Buttigieg and resident Corn Pop want to do. Are you going to allow that to happen? Are you going to allow them to monitor your driving when and where you go? Why not? They've already told you when and where you can go, how you can go, where you can go, right? I want to follow the dumb, dumb award up with a smarty. And I want to give my smarty to President Trump for what he said in statements over the weekend and going back to last Friday. President Trump, you always get a smarty because you always do smart things. Well, except for the whole ban on bump stocks, but that was overturned anyway, and I get why you did it. President Trump, you get a smarty of the ward uh, uh, of the day today because of your statement that you made about John Durham. President Trump put out a statement a couple days ago and said, is John Durham even alive? Where's the Durham report? Is this guy even alive? Is he dead? Where is he? Where's the report? What's going on? President Trump, you're preaching to the choir, my friend. We all want to know the same thing. Where's the Durham report? Is Durham a real person? Is he dead? Is he alive? Is he working for Biden? What's going on? 
Where's the report that our money paid for? Where is it? I think Tom Fitton and Jay Sekulow and others uh, need to be getting those FOIA requests ready and, and, and ask for the, for, for the full report because it's been, a lo- it's been enough. Okay. I also want to give President Trump the Smarty Award um, for the other thing that he's doing. He plans on visiting the border. Now, we knew that he had made the statement and his closest advisors had made the statement that he was planning on visiting the border. When resident corn pop was asked about that, he goes, well, I don't care what the other guy does. Actually, he said it more like this. And if he had his mask off, it would have sounded like this. I don't really, I don't care what, what the other, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so President Trump not only said that he was going to go to the border and he will be there before President Biden, which will make him look terrible, even worse than he already looks. The press will be there. They'll be trying to do anything they can to get President Trump's attention. So he'll answer them and call them fake news because they love it so much. They're like battered. They're like the battered spouse. They love getting battered so much that they want President Trump to return. Okay, but here's the great part about it. Here's the great why why I'm giving him the Smarty Award, because he chose to accept the invitation that was not reported last week. Do you want to know why President Trump's closest aides made the statement that he was going to be going to the border before resident corn pop? It's because President Trump was invited by the CBP and ICE. That means that the Border Patrol and ICE agents reached out to who they feel is their president and asked and invited President Trump to come to the border to help them figure out how to make it more secure. President Trump accepted the invitation. What does that tell you about our federal agencies in this country? What does that tell you about the people who run these federal agencies? That tells you that they know, the smart ones anyway, know that President Trump is the rightful president. They know that President Trump gets things done. They know that under President Trump that they were the safest they ever have been on the border as um, officials. And as Border Patrol agents and ICE agents, they know they were the safest they've ever been. And they actually requested that President Trump comes to the border. What an amazing, what an amazing thing that is. And you know President Trump's going to go there and just be completely awesome. Like he always is. Like he always is. Now, I want to play something else for you about the border. So, this was caught on camera last week when the senators were there. And very few... Very few media outlets actually showed this. Well, the Gateway Pundit, with whom I, whom I have all the trust in the world in, I believe they are one of the best sources out there for news today. Them, the Epic Times, the Federalist, uh, and, and, and many others, okay? They actually showed the video, and they reported the video. I'm going to show you how the Biden administration tried to block senators from getting images and videos out to the world about what was really going on. And, and, and the way that this, this ignorant, dumb, dumb official of the Biden residency tried to do it was the most petulant, immature thing I've ever seen in my life. And I would have physically moved her as a senator. I would have said, you're in my space now. You need to move. You're blocking me from showing the people who I represent the truth. And, and, and how these people are allowed to get away with this. I wish this was 40 years ago. I really do. I really do. Okay? But I'm going to show it to you right now. Ready? Here we go. Please give me 
give dignity to the people. Please give dignity to the people. So you work for the commissioner, your senior advisor. You were hired two weeks ago, and you're instructed to ask us to not have any pictures taken here. Please respect the because people, the, the political rules. leadership at DHS does not want the American people to know it. Please respect the rules. You keep sir. standing in, in front of the pictures, so Please you don't want the, the pictures rules. taken. The rules are arbitrary, and Please they're designed the to keep the American people, people in the dignity dark. and respect. That's all we ask. Well, dignity no, it's and not. Respect. You're asking, is this Please. dignity and respect? Look Please at these people. There, there's a pandemic. To the people. Let, let me ask you. you. There, there's a I pandemic. I respectfully ask you, sir. There is a pandemic. Is this respecting the rights of these kids? I ask you. Please Are you respecting the, the rights of these this kids? This is not a zoo, sir. Please it's, don't treat the people. You're right. And this is a dangerous place. Please don't treat the people And your policies, unfortunately, are trying to hide them. I understand you were instructed. When 18 I senators ask you came to down here, respect the people, give them dignity I respect, and respect them, and I want to fix this situation. We all want and to fix this. The administration this, sir. We don't you're want working this to for is responsible anymore. for these conditions. Please respect the people with dignity and, and respect. And sir. I ask you to respect the, the people as well. This I am respecting you. Respect. I am respecting this is, the people. This is not respect. Please do not disrespect these people. This is not a zoo. However, you're keeping them in cages. Like it is a zoo. Please keep the, please treat these people with dignity and respect. You're the one inviting them in, letting them in, and then shoving them in these harsh in these in these situations. You're the ones putting COVID on top of COVID on top of COVID on top of COVID. You're the one that created this condition, and now you want to shame us. You want to shame senators, elected senators of the United States of America. You want to shame them. I would have literally got up to the glass so she couldn't get in front of me and put my camera on the glass. And if she touched me, then I would have pressed charges against her. That's what I really would have done. This is what the left does. Not only do they try to shame you, but they try to hide the truth from you. And they try to get in front of your camera like they do at rallies, like they do everywhere else in this country. They try to get in front of everything. They try to make it so that you can't see the real truth of what's going on. Ted Cruz was trying to show the truth. And he can only do so much when somebody's doing that kind of stuff. But again, I would have pretended I was walking away and then I would have run back and I would have got right up to the glass and put my camera on the glass so she couldn't get in front of me. And as soon as she touched me, I would have pressed charges against her and I would have had her arrested right then and there. And then the story would have been Biden official assaults U.S. Senator at the border. You want to play these games? The problem is with Republicans is they don't know how to play the game. They just don't. It's not, it's not about that they don't want to lower themselves to any standards or not, because there's, there is a moral line that you don't cross. But having do what I just said, that's not crossing a moral line. What that is is beating them at their own game. But Ted Cruz is definitely a better man than I am and basically got the point across without having to do all that. He got the point across. However, that's not what I would have done. Maybe that's why I'm here in a studio and, my, and, and not giving special access to places at the border, because I would act like a normal person like you and I. All right. But that's what I would have done. And then I would have and then I would have had her arrested for assault. So um, I wanted to show that video to you um, because it was when I saw it, I was like, look at these. Oh, every part of me wanted to swear. Every part of me wanted to say something that I should not have said. And I didn't. I kept it and I held it back. But boy, I am so sick of this kind of crap. I am so sick of this kind of stuff. All right. I told you last week that the mainstream fake news media was starting to turn on the Biden residency. When I seen what happened on the morning show with Joe and Mika, the morning Joe or whatever it's called. And then I started seeing it throughout other news organizations as well, even CNN. 
Well, we already knew that the left was eating each other when it came to politicians, because look what they're doing to Pepe Le Pew up in New York. Sorry for, for insulting Pepe Le Pew like that. Now, this is how you know it's real. This is how you know stuff is getting real. When Chris Wallace, out of all the reporters, pundits, whatever you want to call him, this, and pardon my, pardon my, uh, pardon my name calling, this loser, because that's what he is, a straight loser, when this loser, Chris Wallace, actually turns on the Biden residency, you know things are getting rough. Chris Wallace actually called out pretend-to-be press secretary Jen Psaki and said to her that the Trump administration was more transparent than you are. You promised us access to see these children and these families. You promised us video and photography. You're not giving it to us, okay? And you are less transparent than the Trump administration. Can you believe that came from Chris Wallace's loser lying lips? Can you believe that the same lips that he uses to kiss the rear end of resident corn pop right above his hairy legs? Can you believe that that came out of his lips? Unbelievable. But that goes to show you that the tides are turning just three months in. And this is how bad these news organizations are doing when it comes to their viewership. And this is how bad, as much as they don't want to admit it, that they want President Donald J. Trump back in the White House. Okay? So, Chris Wallace says that, you know things are getting bad. All right, a new bipartisan bill. This is actually a good piece of news right here. Because this has bipartisan support, meaning that there is such a thin majority of Democrats, both in the House and in the Senate, that if any bipartisanship is, is, is attached to a bill... It's going to be a good thing, okay? So we have a bipartisan bill put forward now that would ban, I repeat, ban the permanent fencing around our U.S. Capitol. That is a that is a great bill, and because of the fact that it has bipartisanship on both sides, that means Democrats are actually signing on to this. It's probably a bill that will pass. Now, will resident Corn Pop and his, and his berry man of puppeteers actually sign it? Who knows? But the fact that both House and Senate will probably pass this bipartisan bill to not put a fence up around the U.S. Capitol for permanent use ever again, that's good news. And I felt like it was worth talking about. All right, Antifa, <laughs> Antifa, you know, just the idea. Antifa is just an idea. They're not a real thing. Well, let me ask you a question. I bet if you ask all the businesses that were destroyed by Antifa in 2020, if they were an idea or if they were actually a, uh, if they were a figment of their imagination or if they were actually a real physical uh, entity, they would say that they were a real physical being. They were a real physical entity that destroyed my business. I would bet you, if you ask the family members of the people that died at the hands of Antifa, the idea, they would tell you just the opposite. They're not an idea. They're a real thing because my family members dead at the hands of their disgusting ways. I would bet you that if you ask me if Antifa was an idea or if they were a real thing, I would tell you that when I was down at the Boston Free Speech Rally, right after Charlottesville happened, where I was trying to bring both sides together down there, okay, I, you would ask me, are they real? I would say, hmm, the tens and tens of thousands of uh, Antifa members that were there that were trying to kill and hurt 
regular everyday Americans for, for exercising their freedom of speech, and I was right in the middle of it, thought I was going to die, I would tell you that Antifa is definitely not just an idea. They are a real thing. And the same thing goes for the citizens of Oregon, okay? Because Antifa was heavily armed this weekend. They were in Oregon. They were at the Capitol. They were assaulting innocent people. They were damaging property. They were destroying streets and signs. They were threatening innocent people. They were hurling objects at the cops and threatening the cops to kill them. And they even, ladies and gentlemen, had a gun pulled on them by an elderly man who was afraid for his life that they were going to pull him out of his car and kill him. Now, what happened? The police stood down. They did nothing. As an, and as a matter of fact, the only thing that they did do in the wake of this idea, destroying things, heavily armed and heavily armored, is arrest the elderly gentleman who got out of his car and aimed a gun at them to keep them away. They arrested him. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They put him up against the car. They handcuffed that man for trying to protect himself legally with a gun that he legally owned. And they arrested him. And they stood down against Antifa once again at the Capitol in Oregon. But because it wasn't in session and because it happened mostly at night, it wasn't an insurrection. Can you believe it? In a place where all drugs are legal and crime is running rampant, autonomous zones set up here and there and everywhere, Antifa, the idea, is allowed to punish regular everyday average Americans because they are an idea. When is enough going to be enough? When are militias going to take out the idea that destroys America? I don't know. I will give you some more good news, though. A recent poll over the weekend showed that 60% of Americans, and I believe it's actually higher, if you ask me to go out and poll people, I probably would get a very different uh, percentage. But over the weekend, uh, Americans were polled and 60% of Americans oppose President Biden's handling of the border and say that he caused the crisis. Also, close to that, 57% disapprove of any kind of gun control executive orders or proposals. That means the majority of this country doesn't like what you're doing. So I asked the majority of this country, what are you going to do about it? When is enough going to be enough? I like the poll. I agree with the poll. But what is talk without action? Hmm. I want to give a smarty. I want some good. I got some good news here. I want to give a smarty to the U.S. Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. The U.S. Sixth Circuit. Not the Ninth Circuit because we know how disgusting and how much they lie and how much they hate the Constitution and they don't know how to do their job. But the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, they actually are on top of things. And they have unanimously, that means, you know, majority of them, unanimously, or all, ruled that an Ohio university violated a professor's First Amendment right by ordering him to refer to the students by their preferred pronouns. You know, the children run the world today, right? The, the petulant children who don't understand anything can tell you what they should be referred to. Man, woman, gender X, donkey, rhino, cat, they, them, thy, whatever that is they want to be called. Well, this professor just said, no, I'm going to call you sir 
or ma'am, and I'm going to refer to you as what you are biologically born as. Well, the students and the university took action on this professor. The professor took it to the U.S. Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals and won, okay? And he does not have to refer to them as their preferred sexual pronouns, okay? I think too many people don't realize that we don't live on Facebook. We don't live in a world that's actually Facebook. We don't live in Twitter, those are things that we use, and if those things want to happen there, that's fine. But in the real everyday world, you know, that matters, where we do have, you know, appeals courts and people that are actually going to take action on this, you can't uh, impose your stupid social media um, community guidelines on us in the world. It doesn't happen. So I want to give a big shout out and a smarty to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals for doing what they did and upholding this man's constitutional rights and letting these petulant, immature, brat children know that we don't live in the world of Facebook and Twitter. You decide to be on those platforms. We live in the United States of America. And the last I checked, even though a lot of judges are going against it, we do still have the Constitution of the United States of America. Last I checked. But that's just me. Um, I wanted to let you guys know that um, the month of March is almost over, but it looks like uh, that I'm going to be able to have a $500 check or more that we're going to be able to donate to family farms. So I want you to send me some ideas, maybe some family farms that you know, maybe you own a family farm, so that we can see who they are, where they are, and that we can pick a, a proper family farm to give this money to. Because on April 1st, I will tell you exactly how much it is. It looks like it's going to be right around 500 bucks, unless, you know, thousands of people order clothes today and tomorrow. But it looks like it's going to be about $500 is the percentage that we're going to be able to donate to a family farm. I know it's not a lot, but for somebody who's, you know, struggling $500 helps it might help pay a car payment or something like that so $500 plus is what we'll be able to donate from live from America to a family farm I'm going to need your help to find out who to give it to every month but that's what it looks like and I'm so incredibly honored and blessed to be able to provide that to somebody based on the clothes and the apparel that you bought on my store online for the month of March. Also want to let you know that the big and tall section is now there for people that want things larger than, than 2X, okay? And um, if you become a monthly donor to the show, then you get a, a, you get a discount every month, okay? This, this month it was just for the new Armor of God shirts, uh, but next month it'll be on all apparel if you're a, a monthly donor. Okay, I also want to encourage you to sign up for the newsletter, check out music, and listen to all old podcasts and watch all uh, sh previous shows right there on my website, jeremyharrell.com. I'm going to be sending out a Bible today. I'm going to be sending out handwritten cards for thank you for all the people that have been sending me stuff today. I already uh, did that this weekend. I'm going to send them out. Uh, Carla Farnsworth said, the farmer that lost his legs. That's a good one. That's actually a good one. I got to figure out what farm that was because that's probably who we should send the first check to. You're 100% right. Thank you for reminding me of that. If you guys can help me out, you know, make sure you let me know. Just message me on Telegram or something. Uh, I'll try to look for it too. I just got a lot of stuff to do as soon as the show's over. Um, so thank you guys very much for watching Live from America today. It's always great to have you back on Monday mornings. It seems like we were on fire this morning and I like that kind of show. Tonight we'll come back with more Live from America at 5 p.m. with your host, ever so humble hip-hop patriot jeremy harrell and i can't wait to see you guys there i'm sure we'll have a lot more actual good news uh rather than just kind of you know all the 
bad news that I had to report today. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. God bless you. We'll see you back at 5 p.m. Remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep that chest out like an American, and keep your head up high to God, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. God bless you, and we'll see you guys tonight for more Live from America at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay? Nope. Wrong one. We got to play some real, real outro here. There it is. See you later, guys.